0: she could What's the crack hey? No bother hey. The crack was 90. I'm telling me this now, and tell me no more, How's your old one getting on?
1: Give us a get off there. Eh? No oh, we soaking diesel. That's deadly.
0: Are you a dull Are or a lady boy? What day of breath did I say? got the shift off your man
1: last night. <laughs> what a gee bag.
0: Is your one?
1: She's some your Sure look at your one.
0: Hello there, you are very, very, very welcome to another episode of Tis Yourself with myself, Nicola Burden. How are you keeping? How are you going? What's the story? What's the crack? All that jazz. This is season two of Tis Yourself. If this is the very first time you are listening due to my amazing guest today, thank you for pressing play. Thanks for coming along. Thanks for spreading the word. If you share this with your pals um, or if you're sharing your Insta or Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Thank you. Or if you just press and play. Thanks. And to all my guys and gals who come and listen every week or every few episodes, you're my faves, always my faves. Um, what's been happening with you all um, with the news during the week, you can't go out to the old nightclubs anymore. We had a good three week run there and I managed to step into a nightclub for a grand total of a, what I guess was about an hour. And it was at home in my local town. So I don't even know if I classified that too much as being in a nightclub because I spent the whole time in the smoking area. But your sure, look. Still got out. I'm raging now because I would have gone full hog if I'd known it was gonna close in uh, in a few days. But you're we'll um we'll just we we'll just do it, don't we? We we'll just do what we gotta do. I try not to bring the the negative vibes onto this so we won't focus too much on it. We'll just try and, you know, do what we're doing, personal responsibility and all that jazz, washing our hands, wearing a mask, yada, yada, yada. I was in the UK at the weekend and oh my god, it was so weird. None of them wear masks despite the fact that I was on watching the news and it was like 39,000 cases that day. And that wasn't even mentioned in the deaths and it was just absolutely terrifying. And I was the only person wearing a mask. Now bear in mind, I did wear my mask everywhere. We went to, went to the toilet and bars. I just stuck by Irish rules because I was like, Do you know what? I'm not coming home to stay with people and have that total guilt meltdown. So I didn't, I stuck to uh, Irish rules, had the mask, uh, hand sanitizer everywhere. And the only place I saw people wearing masks in the UK were in Ubers and in the airport. So I don't know, UK listeners, it freaked us out. Freaked me out, man. Freaked me out. But obviously they're just living, you know, they've moved on and they're just living with COVID, I suppose. And I don't know, it's just so weird when you come from here. They'll think it's very odd when they come over here now and they can't even go to a nightclub. South that's Anyone is glad to come over here for like stags or something. And they're going to have a little bit of a wake just have to start earlier, lads, I suppose. <laughs> Anywho, um, my guest today um, is a TikTok star. So she's my first TikTok star on this. I suppose Jonathan Ciccone Jolie was on and he is now on TikTok and has a couple of million followers, which is amazing. But I suppose uh, how I knew him originally is from YouTube. So while he is a TikTok star now... This is the first person I've got who I suppose became famous through TikTok. So that's going to be interesting to kind of chat up to her about. And um, She's from Cork. Um, she was on the Late Late Show. This week alone, she was on um, this morning, uh, not this morning, Ireland DM this morning um, with Phil and Holly. Uh, she's in Ireland DM with Tommy and, we're, and she's been on radio and stuff like that, kind of talking about the TikTok side of things. And I suppose for the people like me who haven't a clue about some of the stuff that you know, like I like TikTok and look through videos and stuff like that. But like that to me is what it is. It's like an instant. It's like a scroll. But what's the behind on it? And um, what does she? You know, what is the truth? What we're we not seeing? What What is it like? Is it worth it as a career? Um, I don't know. You know, if you're over thirty like me, maybe you're a bit like hmm. Good mark. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so it's going to be a really interesting chat to her. Her name is Miriam Mullins and she is from Cork. And uh, you know, I love the Cork accent. So I'll probably pick it up throughout this interview. And my apologies if I do to Miriam. Uh, I really hope you enjoy this. This is myself and Miriam Mullins chatting here on the Tis Yourself Pod Podcast.
1: What kind of dog is Lucy? Uh, she's a cock a So it's a cocker Spaniel Beach and freeze mix because I have the
0: cock-a-poos yeah. and like I could see oh. there's a little bit of in it yeah the cockapoo kind yeah. of look
1: yeah she does look like a cockapoo to be fair but she's so clever oh my god like she actually would buy inside us like she's so clever oh
0: that's what they, they know exactly how to wear you down even after four months I bet you she already knows <laughs> yeah
1: yeah she's <laughs> crazy she can do three tricks now she can sit lying if the paw
0: so. Oh my God, I can just get them to sit and they're four years of age. So, <laughs> Camara, thanks for talking to me today. appreciate it.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.
0: I am, I'm fascinated by this whole TikTok world, honestly. So you can explain loads of it to me and all this kind of crap. But um, <laughs> a lot of people know your story and stuff. Um, and we always uh, start the podcast by asking, um, you know, how would people know you best? So like, what do people know you from? And I suppose for you, that would be TikTok
1: yeah yeah it would be TikTok like so I started TikToks last year so it was March 2020 I started Mm. um because I was living in America and then I had to come home because of COVID I was on a work visa in the US and like our the place I worked in closed so we had to all go home like and I was isolating in my room for two weeks and I was watching TikToks for like the first two three days and then I just decided, I was like, you know what, like, I'm very creative. So I was like, well, I just make a few videos and see how they go. So then I just started making content and they, they did really well. And I just kept going with it. And yeah, that's how it all happened.
0: It's funny, like when you say like you were living in America, that is a big move in, in, in itself to, you know, move over there, leave people behind and stuff that. And then to get over there and they're like, actually, bye. And to try yeah. and sort life out in a very quick turnaround
1: yeah I know it was uh, It was. I remember being over there and they were telling us oh yeah guys we have to send you all home unfortunately and like myself and Tian we were together by that stage about four months and like we were happy out together and everything and we knew we might have to be separated because he's from South Africa so he took us to South Africa I took him home and we were apart for nine months we were doing land distance and um, it was just like oh because I, I loved it over there and it was like everything fell down at once but Honestly, TikTok, I genuinely am so... I'm grateful, actually, in ways for the pandemic because if I didn't... If it wasn't for the pandemic, I probably wouldn't have started TikTok and I wouldn't be where I am now. Mm. So, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Like, this has genuinely taught me that everything happens for a reason, like... Oh, completely. Like, this has obviously worked out really well for
0: you, but I can't imagine it went, like, you know, smooth sailing to get home, smooth sailing in your and then went straight. I can't imagine it was that easy. It was like... You know, coming back to saying goodbye to that life must be hard. As you said, your boyfriend, the life you'd built, and to go back to your childhood bedroom. Like, we all kind of had that hardship of trying to register that.
1: Yeah. Like, um, I have a lot of friends as well that lived in Dublin and stuff, and they all had to come home. And it it was just a weird time. Like, I don't know, being back in my bedroom and things like that, it was just a weird time. But I'm grateful for everything that happened and stuff. And... Yeah, I mean, I pro- as I said, I probably wouldn't have started TikTok if it wasn't for the pandemic. So who knows what I'd be doing now if it never happened, you know? <laughs> exactly.
0: If you hadn't even been on TikTok, if you were just on Instagram, would you have ever have done anything? You know, that's the thing. Would you have ever created yeah.
1: it? Yeah, exactly. Um, But no, TikTok is great Like I I love it so much
0: (laughs) It's so addictive I like I can't have the app on my phone Because I'm so bad With them Of just scrolling And like watching And liking And then I like one dog video And it's 52 dog videos later That I'm I know I can't I'm like I have to go to the shop Just after one more video So that's why I have to Like Watch it When people send me stuff Rather than have the app Because I was getting so bad at it
1: yeah, it is addictive to be fair. But like I I people think like when they see me, they're like, Oh, you must be on TikTok all day. And I'm like, I'm actually not. Like I haven't been on it once today. As a matter of fact, the only thing I did say was actually I made a TikTok with Ian this morning. We actually went and tried the McDonald's Christmas menu. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's something I do on my on my page is I try out stuff from McDonald's and all that just for the fun of it, because people love seeing it. And um, I did that this morning. But other than that, like I haven't been at it at all today. But yeah, I I actually don't scroll on my phone that much. I'd say is what people think I do, which I guess is good because it's nice to have the balance, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose if you're watching other people's TikToks, you can probably, you know, it's I didn't take them five minutes to make that. You're probably looking, going, let's say this is where they, you know, you can see the behind the scenes nearly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, no, it's great. Like I I work from home now, obviously making the content and there's a lot more to it than people think. Like people think, oh, it's just easy posting TikToks. But like I have to do emails in the morning. I have a manager as well who helps me with all that stuff. There's like events and stuff you have to go to because networking is a really important part of it as well. You know, meeting other creators, meeting brands, meeting just people to connect with, I suppose. Um, So there's a lot more to it than people think. And, you know, but it's great. I love it.
0: Take me back to like the first time the first videos you started putting up, and I'm guessing you thought maybe my friends might like these, and maybe a couple other people. Like, how quickly did it start going from just people you knew to like other people kind of catching on to what you were doing?
1: Um, so I suppose okay. When I I think when I first uploaded my first video on TikTok, I so I had a small bit of a following on Instagram already because I used to do like story just talking stories on Instagram and I had about when I came home from the States I had about 25k on Instagram so I had a bit of a following like a small following at the time and um, I used to do stories and also I used to upload YouTube videos here and there but it wasn't consistent at all it was literally the whole time I was in America I didn't upload one so I hadn't uploaded a video in ages like in months so I just remember I put up my Instagram story one day, I have started a TikTok, I'm going to be making skits on there, if you want to follow me, do. And I think out of that, I got about 3,000 followers, right, when I first mm-hmm. mentioned it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't really care about people who I know knowing and stuff, because I was like, you know what, they're going to find out eventually anyway, and you have to be willing to put yourself out there, you know, if you if you want to be successful in this kind of industry, like, So I just put it up. I was like, I don't really care. Like most people at that stage were on TikTok anyway. And um, I made a few videos and it just, the following just started growing and growing. And I think by, so I'd started it on the 29th of March, I think. And I think by the middle of May, I had a hundred K on TikTok. So it grew with like a month and a half. It grew very quickly first month and a half
0: well that's kind of scary because those numbers when you see them shooting a bit you're kind of going oh now is there pressure on me to make them every day or
1: whatever
0: like there is a bit of nerves there I'd imagine
1: yeah a little bit at the start I was I really I love it I still am the exact same though as what I started off with because I always said you know I just want to keep doing the videos that I do because sometimes you can fall down rabbit holes and you know, like you can let people get to you and stuff and it stops you from making content. But I never let that happen to me. I just kept sticking to my guns, making the content. You know, people come and go, like you lose followers, you gain followers, you know, that's just the way it is. Sometimes people kind of get bored of you or people, you know, that's just the way it is sometimes. Um, But no, it's it's good. It's very, it's, it's a platform you can be so creative on. And that's what I love about it.
0: I imagine it was amazing during the pandemic because, you know, you're in your house, you're like, you know, this is obviously how you started it And then, yeah, just, like, all of us are sitting around going I'm going to be so productive, I'm going to write seven books And yeah. you're like, well, I can probably make seven videos I could probably do that Yeah,
1: Yeah. so, I don't know, I just I suppose it was such a routine for me Like, coming out of the two-week isolation in my room Like, I had nowhere to go anyway Like, I drove and stuff like that But there was, everything was closed And all my friends were at were home and stuff So, I had nothing else to do really but to make these videos and um, I used to just ask people if they had any requests or anything and I started off doing like Irish Mammies and then I kind of changed it to more school skits and like just other skits that I could come up with or think of that were relatable and I just kept going with it then. And, you know,
0: the, the Irish mammy thing, I suppose, has been one of your most successful things. It's just like everyone's like, yeah, can relate, can can totally yeah. get, you know, kind of way.
1: Yeah, but I think... A lot of people say, oh, my God, I used to make six videos a day. But, but like back then, I had so many ideas because like people hadn't done half the stuff before. I find it actually more difficult now coming up with ideas because, you know, there's a lot more eyes on my page and I have to focus on quality over quantity. So at the moment, I post like two or three videos a day. I always make sure I have at least two up every day. Um but the thing about TikTok is you can pre-record a lot of your videos and draft them. So like, even if I'm going away for a few days, I'll have one day just dedicated to making videos and I'll draft them all and just kind of post them over the, just say the weekend I'm away or whatever. And that's really nice about TikTok is you can you can actually have time to do other things as well, you know. I suppose you're now probably like, as you say, you're struggling that bit
0: more of trying to think of things. So your friends, that are, stuff that are happening in real life are probably... You know, you're like, something happens to your friend, you're like, that is going to be interesting. Like I saw the other day, you uh, left your phone on top of the car. You could use that into a content.
1: Exactly, yes. That, that was actually something that did happen. And that's what I do a lot of the time my videos. I do them based off true life experiences. So like I left my phone on the roof of the car. I reversed out and the phone fell on the ground and smashed. Like, the whole screen was smashed. So um, yeah, I actually... Yeah, there's a smash screen here I have right next to me of a different phone, but anyway. Um, they I took it into to when my mom took it in for me because they're, they're Irish run and their family business and they're in Cork and they're just the first place that she thought of to bring it in because someone told her they're really good. And they had it done in an hour. They had my phone screen fixed in an hour. So that was brilliant. And um, yeah, I was delighted about that because I need my phone, it's my job. But things like that that happen, like, oh, it's just... It's so funny because you can make videos out of it then, you know? Yeah. And also it works for you
0: then because you get to pair up with the likes of well and then you become like ambassadors or like, you know, that kind of stuff. And you mentioned a yeah. manager that helps you with these deals. Like how far yeah. into your career did that stuff start happening?
1: Um, okay. So I actually signed with, an, with a different agency last year um, back in May. So I was with them for 10 months and then I just felt like that it was time for me to move on and my following has really spread out to the UK as well so I kind of just did it on my own for about three months and then I got reached out to by my um, management method management and it's Siobhan is her name she runs it but um she's so oh my god she's amazing like she's she's based in london but anytime i have something to do here like when i was on the late late show when i was in Ireland dm the other morning she flew over and everything just to be with me like and it's so nice to have that and any emails i get i just pass them on to her like we both have access to my email now and um she does all the admin stuff helps me with all the admin stuff anyway and you know, if there's any times where, you know, a brand is being difficult or anything, like she's the one that can be the bad guy there, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's nice to have that, you know what I mean? Just someone else. And even sometimes the job can be a bit lonely, like I'm not going to lie, like my boyfriend goes to work and um I'm at home here every day on my own. And I at least I know I have her, I can FaceTime or whatever I want and we can just go through like a strategy meeting or just have a chat about work or whatever. And it's nice. And I feel like I'm at work, you know, that kind of way. So it's nice.
0: Yeah, because I imagine there is a loneliness to it, as you mentioned, like with your boyfriend being away. And I suppose it was started in a time when everybody was very lonely and it was yeah. great that we had this creative outlet and stuff like that. And then there's this the kind of side of going, like, I'm on my phone filming and it's just me. And, you know, was that kind of tough in some, sometimes for you?
1: Um, some days it can be tough, like even if you're having a bit of a bad day and you know, okay, I have to produce content today, it can be a little bit tough sometimes um but I always just try and push through and now that I have Lucy as well like oh my god she's like she keeps me going I'm telling you like that dog (laughs) is wired to the moon as you would have seen a while ago so um it's nice to have her now as well and yeah it's just uh, it's much I'm much better off now like and actually since I've moved out as well when I lived in my parents house I was more lonelier there because my family used to all go away to work and I was the only one on my own Whereas here, it's it's different because it's like my own space. So I actually have things to do. Like I have my own washing to do. I have to clean my own house. Mm-hmm. Whereas my mother used to do all that when I lived at home. So like I have more of a routine and a structure in the day. Like I wake up, I bring Lucy out to the toilet, I feed her, weave her our breakfast then I plan the washing or I'll do whatever I have to do. And then I'll start working then or whatever. So it's nice. It's a really nice routine that I have going now.
0: How was it when your boyfriend decided to come over to Ireland? You know, that that's a big difference between Florida and South Africa.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, last year, when well, it was around this time last year, it was when we reunited. So I flew to South Africa to him. Um, I saw your video. I remember that was very adorable. Yeah. Uh, that actually went viral. Um, that's another one that went viral, but, uh, flew over to him anyway after being apart for nine months and then he came back to Ireland with me for Christmas so we were kind of like we said we'd go to each other's countries and see what we prefer and he loved Ireland and to be honest Ireland has more opportunity like South Africa is a very there's a lot of poverty there unfortunately and like their minimum wage is only 90 cent an hour and like all my work was here as well so it just worked out better and Even Teon now is starting to do brand deals and things like that, because he's got a bit of a following now as well. So it's really good. It worked out really well for us. Were you nervous? Because I suppose you were living the fantasy life over there together, like, you know,
0: holiday romance. You know, I know it was a bit more serious, like four months together, but you were in this fabulous place that both of you were on holidays. And then for him to come into your world, I suppose, is very different.
1: Yeah, but he, in all fairness to him, he settled in so well, like he got on really well with my parents and everything, because like, he actually lived with me in my parents' house for nearly six months, Um, because he was only, <clears throat> excuse me, he was only meant to be here for three months, so he came over in December, and he was meant to go back in February or March, I think, because that was when he's, his 90-day visa would have been up, but they actually extended it for him because of covid so, so we ended up being here till May, and then we went back to South Africa for two months. And but in the meantime, he, um, his visa was being processed. So he applied for a visa for Ireland, and then while we were in South Africa, his visa got accepted. And then we flew back, and yeah, all just all the stuff then, like getting his PPS number and getting his license now and things like that. So. And getting out of
0: your parents' house. You were like, we've had exactly. a little together under my parents' roof.
1: Yeah, we've moved out now, so it's great. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is the great thing, because you're like, as great as it, as it was that you could move back to your parents' house, you're also like, I'm in my 20s. I do not need to be living with my boyfriend and my mum and dad. I know,
1: I know, I know. Like, they didn't mind, they didn't mind having us there, but it was just... It was uh, it was like full full house like it was just mad like
0: and you revert splendid. to being a teenager again like as you said your mom was doing yeah. and you're kind of like lying in bed going mom will you get me breakfast but that's what happens yeah
1: yeah like there's five adults in the house my brother as well so <laughs> it's a bit much <laughs> it's yeah.
0: great to see though he's settling in well and actually like not just relying on you he's getting his own stuff going as well as his job yeah his own side of stuff because that gives him a reason to be happy and staying there apart from, apart yeah, from yeah. just you it, putting the pressure on you you know that kind of way
1: yeah exactly yeah and he's going to work there now at three and stuff and we had the morning off and together like I took kind of took the morning I had a few calls this morning but yeah we kind of took the morning off together and things like that and it's nice you know what I mean oh what there's Lucy back <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs>
0: What does he think um, of the same side of stuff?
1: He's, he doesn't mind it at all, actually. He's, you know, he's uh, actually really adjusted to it well. But we, we're very, like, we're very normal people. Like, I, like I suppose when I do go out and stuff to just say Tesco or whatever, people will come up and say hello and whatever. But they come up to Tia now as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: imagine, like, with, with an online following, sometimes, like, people might be like, is that? Or sometimes they might recognize yeah. In the in the circumstance, like you say in Tesco, you never think you're someone that you're following on TikTok is going to be in your local Tesco or whatever. Yeah,
1: but I imagine in Cork, everybody knows everybody. Exactly, yeah. no, they do. They do. To be fair, um, like I would get people that are like looking at me, or I'd have people recording me and stuff. And I don't know, that used to make me a bit anxious, but now I'm just like, do you know what, I can't do anything about it. Really, it's yeah. they're I'm for they freedom to do that, so I can't do much about it. But for luck...
0: Are they nice to you in person? Because this is the thing I always wonder about people who make celebrities and famous people and uh, online influencers and stuff. You get people who are online trolled, but usually in person, they're just the sweetest people. And would you find
1: that people are nicer in person than they are online? So much nicer, yeah. So, so much nicer. Um, I've never had a really bad encounter with anyone. I've just had... There's been what, a few times I've been driving through my local town or whatever, and there's been like young flizzing and cars just like beeping the horn and just shouting stuff. But like other than that, I've never really had a bad encounter. I'm bye bye. Bye. It's fun to work. Bye bye.
0: bye. Um, yeah, because I just think that it's funny. Like nearly everyone I interview has had a bad in bad uh, circumstance online someone said them horrible things or whatever and yet most of them can say it would be rare that someone will come up to you and say something mean
1: very rare yeah I've never gotten this anyway um I don't think to be honest though like parents are not rude but some parents would be like who are you like why is my daughter like you know they don't get it sometimes and they can come across rude when they say it Mm. but um I don't know, like there was one time I met this this girl came up to me and she was seven, right? Seven. And her mom was like, like, are you her teacher? Or you, how does she know who you are? And I was like, oh, I'm on TikTok. And she was like, TikTok? And I was like, yeah. She's like, my daughter doesn't have TikTok. Well She's bad. like, and then the little girl was like, um, I go on my cousin's TikTok, ma'am, and all this, like, she was, she, she, like, wasn't meant to, obviously, she, her mom obviously didn't know that she went on TikTok or whatever, but I was just like, oh, God, and I don't know, there was a bit of drama going on, and I just said, look, lads, I'm so sorry, but I have to go there, like, it like felt I- awkward, that was the only awkward moment, really, to be honest.
0: Yeah, because I suppose there's a lot of adults that don't get it. They don't like they don't get the influencers. They don't, get, and when they start yeah. to the Instagram thing, they don't can't keep up with the TikTok thing. It used to be Snapchat, and then it was something else. And you know, that kind yeah. of way, like in one way, TikTok is kind of nicer than others because there's there's genres on TikTok for everybody. You know, there's yeah. uh, Irish language TikToks. There's deaf TikTok. There's you know, traveler TikToks. There's educational, and then there's stuff yeah. like, that skits and fun and stuff like that. And you know, but there is. Like, as I say, if you go on and look at dogs, the next 20 videos that I suggest to you are about dog videos. So, Oh, it's, there. It, it, there is a good side to that, that, you know, you're kind of only, majority of the time, you're only seeing what you would have wanted to see anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, your phone definitely listens to you. Like, honestly, I don't care. I, I don't care yeah. what anyone says. I There was one time, I remember, I was with my friends and we were talking about whales and, like, whales... TikTok started coming up, and I was like, "What the hell?" I don't know. It's just strange, man. It's strange. Like I'd say, adults don't really get when you kind of say this is how you make your
0: money. Like they probably go, "But what's your real job?"
1: Yeah, no. Even my own parents. Like I remember when I left my job, my mom was like, "What do you want to do now?" When I was like, "Mom," like I, I'm doing social media now full time, and she was like, "But how do you make your money and stuff?" And I explained to her how I make it and stuff, and. She just didn't really understand it. But it was when I got asked when the late late show was when she was like, Okay, now I get it. Like she still doesn't get it. But because I've been on the late late show, she thinks, yeah, I'm right, I'm fine. You know what I mean? So <laughs>
0: it's the ultimate level. I even seen Liam Gallagher talking about that before, being like, I've done all these things, but my mom says the biggest thing is like <laughs> on the late late show.
1: Exactly. No, it's so true. Like I can't <laughs> believe it was the first TV show I was ever on as well. Like I, it's just mad. Like And how they, was that? How was
0: that as an experience, like, going on to something like that?
1: Best experience. Honestly, it was the highlight of my year. Like, I, they were just so nice. Like, Ryan Turbody is so lovely. And my parents were in the audience, and they were very nervous. Like, they're, they're quite private people. And I never, I actually had never really shown them on my social medias before. Yeah. So um, I told him, like, look, please don't ask them any questions. You know, the way sometimes they do that. I was like, they're not, like, they're very nervous and stuff like that. And he went down to them before the show and was like, don't worry, I'll make sure everything's okay. i make sure Miriam feels comfortable, like all this. And he was so, so nice. And um, yeah, they put he put them at ease big time because like, they told me after that he came over talking to them and everything. And that was so nice, you know. That is lovely. Like, he's a nice guy. He's very nice.
0: But to, like for your parents, that would be a massive deal, first of all, that you're on. it. second of all, that he's taking time out to come over and make sure yeah. they're comfortable, not just that you are
1: yeah exactly like I still think about it and I'm like oh my god like it's crazy that I was on it you know with all the amazing people they've had on it over the years and stuff it's just crazy to think that like I'm I was on it as well you know it's just mad like it's to introduce, I
0: suppose like there obviously is older people watching and like you say who don't know what TikTok is and this is their way of learning about it is via the Late Late Show so it's kind of like learning about you but learning about the actual app itself and and in case their kid or grandkid is like getting on TikTok and now they can kind of uh, get
1: to it. I had a, I was shopping last week, doing my food shop. And this elderly lady came up to me. She's like, sorry, to bother you. But she was like, I saw you in the Late Late Show and I had no idea who you were. But then my granddaughter showed me how to watch you on, on TikTok. And she was like, I downloaded it and you're the only person I follow. She was like, you're my bit of company. I sit down my cup of tea and I go through your videos and I watch them and I think they're very funny. And that actually made my daylight. That was so cute when she said it because she said she lives on her own and I'm her bit of company. Isn't that so cute?
0: That's adorable. It's not only you're getting seven year olds, you're getting seventy-seven year olds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the brands are like, okay, we can give her many different things. It's not just yeah.
1: we can sell I'll be promoting dentures or something next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. You see, I think um people in you know the industry that you're in like need a bit of those kind of um just, Experiences meeting people like that because there are times when there's comments and trolls that just say it to anybody. Like, I know myself, I don't have anywhere near what you have following on you in social media, but I even, let's say, on Twitter, probably six or 7,000. And sometimes I'll write something and I go, I can just hear, I can nearly hear the responses somebody's going to say. And it'll be something so innocent that I'll be putting up, like, yeah, operas is a great club. And I'll just get somebody giving me abuse. I'm like, oh. And yeah, I, mean, I nearly think about deleting it And I, I, like, I just think about that In circumstance of Something so small Of the following When you've got a massive following Yeah you need these positive experiences To counteract all The bad shit That's in the background
1: Yeah I know 100% Honestly Twitter is the worst I don't have it at all I have it deleted I know like um, There's people tweeting About me on Twitter All the time I was trending twice on it For literally no reason Because people were Just hating on me on it For literally no reason um, I mean, it's it's a weird, it's such a weird place. Like I think Twitter is great for scores of matches and things like that, and you know whatever. But it's it it can be a very toxic place. And any influencer that you meet will say it as well. Like I know so many influencers who have just deleted their Twitters or removed the app from their phone just because it's it's like you know what? If you Google yourself, okay, yeah, uh, you know stuff might come up or whatever. But if you go on Twitter and you write your name, it's it's going to be 90% negativity about yourself. Unfortunately, that's just the way Twitter is. Mm. And it might be something that someone tweeted weeks ago, but that day you could be feeling a little bit down and you'd read that and be like, oh my God, somebody thought that. You know what I mean? So I just, I don't look at those things anymore. I just, it's not even worth it. Like I genuinely think, Goog- not Googling yourself, but looking yourself up at Twitter if you have a social media platform is A form of self harm because people are so nasty, like, and it's someone else's opinion, but at the end of the day, as you said earlier, they would not say to your face. Mm. So,
0: you're so right with the self harm kind of analogy. Because if you, I'm sure I put in anybody's name into Twitter right now that's in any way not even Ryan Tubberty level of fame, you know, it could be, yeah, just starting out, and there'll be someone and then somebody writing underneath it that they're an asshole and a prick, and yeah, something derogatory about how they appear and stuff like that, and you're kind of like. Like, I don't mind if you don't, you don't like, you know, let's say I was on TikTok and you didn't like my content and you were like, I don't find yeah. it funny. That's fine because that's your opinion. But it's when it's personalised that I don't agree with. Because like, if you say I'm not funny, well, I'm not going to be funny to everybody. I'm going to be funny to whoever exactly. has my humour. I yeah. don't like Mrs. Brown's <laughs> voice. but 600,000 people love Mrs. Brown's voice. So like, I'm wrong. I'm not wrong, but different to me. Yeah. I'm not going to go, oh, Mrs. Brown is it? wanker around blah, blah, blah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's... I don't get where that level of anger and hatred come from in people to, to do that.
1: No, it's crazy, isn't it? Like, I don't know either. And, um, yeah, it's just... Unfortunately, some people are just like that. I don't know. It's a reflection on them, though. It's not... It's genuinely not a reflection. Like, I will never judge someone until I actually meet them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've had horrible stuff said about me. People have said stuff about me. But I just... I know myself, the kind of person I am and the people I surround myself with, you know, and I'm, I'm happy in myself. So at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You don't need someone else's negative opinion on you to change how you feel, you know.
0: I think that definitely comes with as you get older, You kind of to start to realise that. Like, do you think if you had started TikTok maybe 10 years ago, whatever, six years ago, would you have found those things a lot more harmful hearing them?
1: I guess so, yeah. But I think back then it wouldn't have been as um maybe it wouldn't have been as kind of, like I feel like lately, especially with COVID, anything is insulting now. Mm-hmm. Like I could say something, like, you know, there's all this stuff going on about this person black fishing and all that kind of stuff that they're all on about right now. Like you you genuinely don't know like how to how what you can say or do can, you know, insult someone or I don't know. I just think a lot of the things in the media now are just, they just try and find negative in anything, you know? Like,
0: yeah. I don't know. I totally, I think the same. I'm like, I find that I will see something on Twitter and it won't offend me in any sense. And then I'll see people jumping on it and they're all offended, but it'll be not related to them. Like, it's not like. you know, it's let's say it was about an Irish person and I should be offended because I'm an Irish person and I'm not. I'm just like, oh whatever. Five hundred people will get offended on my part and none of them will be Irish. And I'm like, well, why are you offended if I'm not going yeah. you know, anyway. And then it's like exactly. it becomes a bigger deal then because then every, the media picks up on it because five hundred people to get a trending that and it's just like why can why can we why are we offended by everything? If you don't like it, just don't follow somebody. Don't
1: Yeah and especially as an influencer like you need to be so careful what you say because like you stand out a mile like I remember one time um there was like I left a comment under someone's video and I like I literally just said I was just correcting them I was like oh you, like I think this is what you meant because what they were saying in the video didn't make sense to me but it obviously made sense to other people and I had that's when I went viral on Twitter because people were like oh Mary Mullins comment, she's Blah, 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 But they just like, there was thousands of comments on this video, but just because I had a blue tick next to my name, like my comments stood out in my end, and people were just coming at me. Like, I think I just said like, Oh, Hey girl. Like, I think, um, you, you maybe worded this wrong or said this wrong. I'm just correcting you. Like I said it in a really nice way, but the girl herself messaged me in the video and said, I'm so sorry you're getting all this hate. Like, I totally know what you mean and thanks for being nice and whatever. But they were twisting things in and everything. And sure, I was in an office, again, I was just trying to be nice. And you can't, Like I've just stopped even doing those things now, commenting. I don't even comment under anyone's videos anymore. Genuinely, I don't. Like, I could say, oh, you look lovely. And someone would actually take it in the wrong way. Like, the comments even, it's just mad. Yeah, because someone will say,
0: what do you mean she looks lovely today? Do you not think she looked lovely yesterday? Or... Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's mad.
0: I know Actually, it's my where everybody is so sensitive and like I get that we've a lot more time on our hands because things are like, you know, we're not able to go to nightclubs anymore or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I really think a lot of people need to step away from their phone a bit. Like neat, they need to have those timers that you have on your the self care timers on your phone, because I think yeah. like they're getting like getting offended over the fact that I chew blue chewing gum instead of green. You know, this kind of shit yeah. is what people are getting upset about.
1: It's crazy, isn't it? Oh my god. But yes.
0: You still do it. You still go on and keep going. You obviously, there obviously is, the benefits obviously massively outweigh the negatives then.
1: Oh yeah, 100% totally. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And like,
0: what is your, what's your hope for now coming down the line? Like, you know, I suppose you got into this without a plan. You got into it just because you're like, this is a bit of crack. And now as it's starting to form and it's coming into a career, what is your hopes then?
1: Um, so I'd love to, okay, so I'd love to bring out a product eventually, hopefully, in the next maybe year or something, or like March or something like that. Um, I'd love to do more TV work as well, because so I really enjoy that. Um, and yeah, like I, before, like the last couple of weeks, I've been doing some talks in schools, and I, I really enjoy it, actually. It's very rewarding, and I just love, I suppose, I like, I used to, I used to hate public speaking. I used to be so nervous, but now I actually like it, so... I don't know, maybe a bit more of that as well, maybe. What kind of stuff have you been talking to the kids about? So it's mostly like sixth class students. I haven't gone into any secondary schools yet, um, but I went into a sixth class group there last week and I just basically spoke to them about how I got to where I am and about school and how to deal with bullies and stuff. Like they just were throwing questions at me then. I was just, you know, I was getting all sorts of questions, but it was just so nice, you know, it was just half an hour of their day. And um, yeah, I just went in for an old chat and stuff like that.
0: And it probably means loads to them because they watch you on their phone uh, and then you're actually there in front of them and they're like, I'm going to ask her everything I can possibly think of.
1: Yeah, know. they were, they were actually really good to be fair. And they were, they're so like they're so clever I couldn't get over it like for 12 year olds like oh my god I was like this is mad they're like it's so weird I can see the transitions they're not really like kids anymore they're kind of going into that teenager phase and they're like they're like just so straight they're like how much money do you make <laughs> and I'm like um I can't answer that sorry like I'm getting at them the questions they were asking how much money would you make now for doing one ad for a TikTok I was like oh my god it's a it's You know why that I'd say that
0: is Because you know Even with the likes Let's say only fans Or whatever And um I know Neva Was a friend of yours And I remember She was coming out And she was saying I bought a house Or whatever And then everyone assumed That every person On OnlyFans Is buying a house so Then you know When somebody from TikTok yeah. Comes out and says You know I bought a Balenciaga They're like Oh well that's From one video Okay right Now add that up And how much that is People are mad About yeah. money Nosy bastards Like
1: no <laughs> well, I get asked All the time Like from people How much do I make And stuff And I just I just say How much do you make that's yep. what I say back to them. <laughs> You're doing right? Because, well, if anyone ever asked me, I'm like, not enough. Not enough,
0: do I make? That's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's madness. <laughs> and uh,
0: before I let you go, um, obviously TikTok is a thing. It's like, it is the future for at the moment. And a lot of people, young people like you are going to be like, I want to go into this kind of thing. Um, would you say it's for everyone? Would you say it's what are the kind of, not red flags, but what are the things people should know before they go into a career like yours?
1: So uh, first of all, you need to be willing to, you need to have a thick skin, first of all. I think it takes a certain person um, to do what, what I do, I suppose. And you need to be able to deal with criticism, unfortunately. Um, but other than that, you just need to be willing to put in a work. Consistency is key on on social media. Constantly posting you know, people get quite invested in your life and you need to be able to deal with that, I suppose. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of it, really. Just kind of staying true to who you are from the start because when people start seeing you change in any way, it's just like, I don't know, they kind of go a bit mad about it. Um, I think I've stayed the same anyway for the last year and a half. Like, I I feel the same anyway. I don't feel any different, really. Um, but yeah, that's that's just kind of my advice.
0: And would you have a line where you're like, I won't work with a certain brand because i have never used them or something like that. Or like, I won't post about certain content because it's not something I'm educated in or not I'm not yeah. something I'm against or whatever. Do you have your kind of your rule set in line in yourself?
1: Yeah. I, I don't really, uh, I, I don't really go too political anymore talking about COVID or things like that. It's just controversial stuff. It's just, it's to me, for me, it's not worth that it. it opens up the kind of worms sometimes, and pe- no matter what I will say, like people will have an opinion or they'll disagree. And sometimes it's just not worth having that. I stay out of things like that, really. Um, but yeah, I, I I suppose, yeah, I just kind of stick to what I always do, which is the skits and the eating videos and things like that. That's what people like, you know.
0: Well, I hope you do get um, a TV role or something because it'd be great to hear the Cork accent on the telly. We I don't know, wouldn't it? We not accents, I swear. As a Coulshy, all I ever hear are this outside Dublin accents. So I'm like, come on, the Coulshy's more than Yes, three.
1: exactly. Yeah, that would be brilliant.
0: Uh, maybe we get Tiana on as well and get some South African twang as well in there.
1: Yeah, hopefully. We'll do. We we'll, we'll be a duo.
0: <laughs> yes, exa-
1: with Lucy, obviously, as well. Yeah. I'm <laughs> going <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Miriam, so nice talking to you today. I'm really appreciating giving me so much of your time and um lovely to speak to you. And You too. Thanks a million. I really appreciate it and come here, I'm looking forward to seeing however what happens next for you.
1: Thanks a million. It was so nice to talk to you. You too. All right, have a good afternoon. Bye, bye. 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 Bye, bye bye. bye.
0: Okay, so that was Miriam Mullins there on the Tis Yourself podcast, obviously chatting all about TikTok life, about the side probably you maybe don't know, you didn't see before. Um, Really interesting to hear about the good, the bad, the ugly. I suppose some people just don't ever think about their words and how they affect other people. So that's something to all of us to you know, bear in mind, as I said there, you can say somebody's not funny or you can say, you know, you're not into their sense of humour or their style of, you know, whatever. But like going personal and, you know, appearances and digs and all that kind of stuff, it's just not cool. Like, come on, it's 2021. Like, by now we all know about the be kind message and something to kind of, I suppose, every so often remind ourselves of. I'm wearing my jumper that says be nice. So it's me just uh, telling people who's coming towards me. Probably having one of my many mo- mental breakdowns when they see me. So... Just be nice to each other. Um, it was lovely to talk to Miriam. And if you are new to this podcast, the first time you listened because you're a fan of hers, please do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you um, enjoy, you might enjoy. Uh, if you're a fan of Jonathan Jolie, I mentioned him earlier. And from the Zaccone Jolies. Um, there's some Mac Cardle in there. There is Montana Brown from Love Island. Shane Ward from The X Factor. Um, who else do we got? Or uh, Jay Mitty from Breaking Bad, Del Lynch from Bewitch. God, there's so many there. There's so many. I'm promising you, if you like this one, there's definitely going to be one there that you will like as well and if you're feeling really kind come and find me on twitter or instagram on yourself and um, follow me you know leave a review if you're listening on apple whatever it is and um, do share a little bit of kindness today and i will really really appreciate it and of course if you know someone who is a fan of miriam's send this on to her so that they can listen to it too uh, since oh, could be a guy sorry send it on to him miser and they can listen to it too um, i will be back with you soon with a new episode until then Look after yourselves, be nice to each other, be kind to each other, and you know what? It's the weekend, But free feet up, have a few kick cats. You know, treat yourself. Uh, this is the Tiz Yourself Podcast. This is me, Nickel Barden, and I'm off. Not, good luck now. Slong fall. See you later. Keep her Bye bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. Bye 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 bye
1: bye 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 Bye. Bye, bye, bye,